This is very British. I'm Lewis Weston. Now, if you've ever been to London, you've probably seen a big red bus. And that is what I'm going to talk about this week. If you live outside of the UK, you may think that all UK buses are big red double-decker buses. Well, where I'm from, we don't have red double-decker buses. They are mainly only found in London. And I think now we should crack on with the history of buses in London. Buses have been used on the streets of London since 1829, when George Shelburne started operating his horse-drawn omnibus service from Paddington to the city. In 1850, Thomas Tilling started a horse bus, started horse bus services, and in 1855, the London General Omnibus Company, or LGOC for short, was founded to amalgamate and regulate the horse-drawn omnibus services then operating in London. The LGOC began using motor omnibuses in 1902 and manufactured them itself from 1909. In 1904, Thomas Tilling started its first motor bus service. The last horse-drawn bus ran in October 1911, although independent creators used them until 1914. In 1909, Thomas Tilling and LGOC entered into an agreement to pool their resources. The agreement restricted the expansion of Thomas Tilling in London, allowing LGOC to lead the majority of the London's bus services. However, in 1909, Thomas Clarkson started the National Steam Car Company, to run steam buses in London to compete with LGOC. In 1919, the national company reached an agreement with LGOC to withdraw the buses from operation in London and steam bus services ceased later that year. In 1912, the London Underground Group bought LGOC. In 1913, the LGOC, along with the rest of the underground group, became the part of the new London Passenger Transport Board. The name London General was replaced by London Transport, which became synonymous with the with the red bus. Bus numbers were first used in 1906, when the independent firms started using them in 1922, they used general route numbers along with suffixes from the alphabet to denote branches. In 1924, under the London Traffic Act, the Metro- Metropolitan Police were given the power to allocate route numbers which buses had to carry. Ultimately, this led to chaos 
and in the London Passenger Transport Act of 1933, the powers were taken away from the police and once again handed to professional busmen. Suffixes were gradually abolished over the decades, the, la- the last such route in London being 77A, which became the 87 in June 2006. In the 1980s, the government of Margaret Thatcher decided to privatise the bus operating industry in the UK. At the time, local bus transport was dominated by London, by London Transport in London and in other major cities by large owned operators. To this day, buses are privatised, but in London, the rules changed in 2000, moving bus routes from the from government controlled over to mayor controlled, and formed part of Transport for London. A common sight in central London are tour buses. The majority being open-top buses. These are double-decker buses with a fully or partially open upper deck, which provide tourist services with either live or recorded commentary. Most of these services allow passengers to get off and get on at any time of the company's stops during the journey. That is just about all I have time for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share this podcast with a friend. You can always review us on iTunes. And you can get in touch with the show for feedback and episode suggestions at verybritishpodcast at gmail.com. That's verybritishpodcast at gmail.com. And until next week, have a wonderful safe happy week cheerio